1: Hola amigos, this is Ray Hudson from and Sports and Sirius XMFC and you are listening to Barça Talk. <music>
0: Today on Barca Talk, FC Barcelona loses again in La Liga after two horrible mistakes on defense and a great night by Ledesma, the Cadiz goalkeeper, in a night in which Barcelona shot 21 times and only scored once with a known goal Now, Barcelona is 12 points away from Atlético de Madrid. Is it impossible to win La Liga now? Hello friends from Barça Talk, this is Alejandro Villegas joining you again from Miami, Florida and with me today I have my friend Sergio Rodriguez who we brought to the East Coast and he's complaining a little bit because it got a little colder than when he expected Florida to be. How are you Sergio? Welcome back to Barça Talk.
1: Alejandro, what's up, brother? Yeah, man. I, I didn't bring any jackets out here to the East Coast, dude. Like, I had to buy a sweater at Walgreens.
0: Yeah, I know. You know, that there's some sort of a myth that in Florida it's never cold, right? But once you go up, once you go yeah. north, like Jacksonville, like uh, Pensacola and all that, uh, especially in the panhandle over there. Up north, it gets really cold and even snows in Florida, for all all of you that don't know. So, Sergio, welcome to Florida. We do have a little bit of everything here in this state.
1: (laughs) Kind of like FC Barcelona, man. There's a little bit of everything going on. A lot of drama for your mama.
0: I know, I know. And it happens every week. And every time we talk, it's a different story, right? And we kind of get used to this thing. It's a bad thing that we're getting used to it because we shouldn't be used to so much drama. And it happened during the week with two skets talking about the team after they've been winning all that. And and I don't know, it's just it seems like it never stops, right? It it, it was like a little pause, a little long pause because three or four games that they won in a row. And now they're back into their old business. But we'll go over the game a little bit later. First, we, we want to talk about the, the story that it's on Blaugranagram.com. For friends from Blaugranagram, welcome to this podcast. This is, uh, of course, part of the Blaugranagram podcast network. And they, they had some words here from, from Kuman. And Kuman saying it's, it's a giant step backwards, talking about, of course, the game, the Cadiz game. And talking about how difficult it is to explain some of the goals that Barcelona is conceding, uh, he says he doesn't know if it's a lack of concentration, if it's a lack of aggression with uh, without the ball that is it's not that easy. And 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 I kind of agree with with Kuman. Would You I mean you can you can complain about I don't know systems, uh, places where you put uh, different players a style, but these type of goals it's just not even professional soccer. I don't know how do you feel about it. <laughs>
1: You know yeah there were two defensive mistakes obviously uh Minguesa Oscarito he, uh yeah it was a lack of experience for him on that part right it's mm-hmm. it's you know he he's not used to the physicality of, of some of the attackers and he got manhandled right, right? He, he got man, manhandled tossed aside he tried to recover you know he was trying to recover on his knees and yeah. he headed it th- I think he tried to head it out of bounds at an angle yeah. And he just headed it right to Ter Stegen, and he had a block it, and it just spilled over to an easy goal, you know. And I think it's just it's just based on experience. I thought Oscarito played pretty well. I thought, you know, I thought he has the speed, I, you know. And then Coleman substitutes him at halftime. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you substituted the wrong center back.
0: I know, I know, and, we, and we're gonna go over it because I mean, once you go and, and he did, he's he's done this several times already in the season. Just bringing the young back and playing with. Almost like one defender and the rest of the team just going ahead and and attacking. And I agree with you. I think you you need a faster guy back there if you're going to do that. And Lingley is not that. But uh, coming back to to these comments from from Kuman, more in a general sense, because it also happened against Alaves. Uh, I mean, we've seen it. The the goal against Atletico was not was about the same. Piqué losing the ball. Then Thursday going all the way out there, and we can see that goal at one. that and we should have not won, uh, lost that game against Atletico either. So, it feels like a theme already, right? It's and it's hard to blame Kuman at this point because of those errors. I don't know how do you feel. About, I mean, they're losing these games and I, I wouldn't blame the, the coach on these particular matters because there's, I mean, there's few things he can do better, like more than just, okay, let's practice this place and let's try not to screw it up the, during the game, right?
1: Yeah, you know, I think we talked about it before, right? We were seeing these defensive lapses, right? Especially for Pique. He was stepping up and just missing it time and time again. Yeah. Slapping people in the face and getting red carded. <laughs> and uh, this time around, he, you know, at this professional level, whether Alba throws it to you to your left or your right side, like you have to be capable of stopping the ball. Yeah. you yeah, have. Yeah. He has to be capable of using his right leg. Like he just looked at it slide by is like, Bro, you <laughs> threw it to my wrong leg. No, dude. Stop stop it with your body. Do something. And yeah. and that was pretty shocking. Cause I was like, What is this guy doing? He just let it slip by and Mats try to recover and do something and, and just it ricochet off to the other player and yeah, we give away a silly goal. So yeah, he's referring to these silly goals that we keep on giving up. And I don't know, you know, I think you know, we we have uh we have it, you can't say Langlet doesn't have experience. He's experienced yeah, at yeah, Sevilla, yeah. with us now, and it's just you know lapses in concentration, like Coleman says, and, and unfortunately, it's biting us in the butt. You know, this game, it it, it was a tough game because at, at certain points in the game, you'll have 15 people in the box. You know, yeah. even Miguelsa or Langlet were almost touching the 18 yard line. It's like whoa! So it was a complete bunker. And then what 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 Cadiz was doing differently is they were double teaming the flanks. I was like, oh, man, you know, so so the left back or the right back and then the the wide midfielder will come back and double team. So that was a bit of an interesting, you know, kind of nuance there. And then, of course, you know, like we do always do, we try to play down the middle. And this time the 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 over the top ball was there. Yeah, but it, it, we didn't have the touch. It kept going you know, too long, and and your and your favorite player Busquets was actually decent, right? He actually played a decent well, game. He had a
0: he had a, a great pass to to Dest that I thought he was going to score right? in that one too tight game. But let's let's wait for the second half of the episode. I know you're excited. I know you're mad. We're all mad at, at Barca for losing these type of games and not being closer to European spots right now. But there's there's a couple of things that I wanted to talk to you about before. One. Uh, Messi resting during the week, uh, during the Champions League, especially for these games, right? Uh, they were saving uh, Leo Messi against Ferencváros and against Dinamo Kiev. And I was thinking about this game at Cadiz and then Juventus and then all, everything that's coming after Levante, Sociedad, and the, the rest of the season. Kuman said that there was not going to be any other spot for Messi to rest. So the mailman, as you named him, has been resting. Hey, how do you feel about his performances in a general sense? Not just focusing on Cadiz, on but in a, in a general sense, do you agree that he had to take a little bit of a rest in, in these uh, games that were not as important for Barca?
1: Oh, I, I think Corman's rotations have been pr- pretty good, especially, you know, uh, these guys have to remain sharp, right? So yeah. after they come out of international duty, they come back. They're not, you know, they're not sharp. They may be fresh enough to play, but they're not sharp. And uh, I think that's what we're seeing with Messi, right? He's, he's He hasn't been scoring at the same pace as, as last season. And uh, maybe the rest did him good. Uh, but you know when when you keep playing against these teams that bunker, right? You have mm-hmm. two two lines in the back that he has to you know trying to dribble past or trying to be created and find through balls. He did find a lot of through balls, right? Yeah. He had he had some to Alba that led to the scoring opportunity, the scoring the goal. Uh, so he's trying to find different ways, and and it's almost like sometimes he's like, okay, the lines have receded back into the box for for uh, against us. So he kind of is creating space by receiving the ball higher up and yeah. trying to get some space to 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 get some vision and, and see who to pass it to but i think with in general with with the international with the international with the the players that go on international duty and then they come back to a Champions League game. I thought Komen was doing a pretty good job in rotating them. Even we saw Pooch, right? We saw Pooch and Alenia get some, some pretty good time and yeah. uh, playing time. So we were trending up, right? We were trending up with these games, with, with Osasuna, with Farambaros, with uh, Kiev. It was it yeah. was trending really good. We thought we figured it out. Griezmann <laughs> was playing good. Coutinho was kind of contributing. We played this game, and then it's like, wait a minute, Coutinho is still useless. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, okay. That's that's the next point because you're right. The, the team is training up, and I feel like they did not play a bad game against Cadiz. And we're gonna dive into no. the, the the actual game here in the second part of the episode. But in a general sense, I feel like Barca is already understanding a little bit better how to use Dest how to use Alba again in a, in a proper way. Braithwaite, look at him, uh, him. He's starting again. He's our number nine now. Uh, Kuman didn't take him out. That's a good sign for him. So he was happy with the, the way uh, he was playing, I guess. The Danish phenomenon, man. Yeah, yeah. And and you know what? I think I do feel, I know the result was not a good one, but I do feel that Barca is playing a little bit better. And we saw it against Atletico. I mean, Atletico is a great game. It's a great uh, team. And, and Barca uh, was right there with them. I, I mean, yeah. we're kind of used to that type of game against atletico right we have the ball and they just waiting in the back and at some point they're going to attack us and they're going to score and that's kind of how it's been in, in the last couple of years
1: that's everything you know everything's yeah. playing us the same fashion play us tough we're going to go down the middle yeah. clog it up counter attack because we don't have speed in the defensive side and then hopefully you get a goal and then we've been getting unlucky right it, it's it, it's kind of like it's not one thing that's bad it's mm-hmm. like little bit of errors. They start adding yeah. up and accumulating, and they start snowballing. So now we have snowballed into a massive deficit in the in the standings. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to recover, Ale. It, it, it's it's we're digging ourselves a deep hole. And like you said, we're closer to relegation than we are to the Champions League spots, and that's concerning, right? I, you know, I hopefully you know we we get on a run and, and at least get the fourth spot, right?
0: Right. So Barcelona has played 10 games in La Liga, four wins, two ties and four losses. They have right now 14 points. The first team there at a relegation, it's Levante and they have 11. And guess who we play next weekend? We play Levante. So heads up there. <laughs> and 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 you're right. I mean, Barcelona is closer to relegation than it is uh, to, to actually European points, but they do have... Uh, a couple of games to play ahead, and that might help a little bit if if they win, of course. So let's go on a quick break here, um, Sergio, and then we're going to dive deep into this game because he had a lot of things going on at the same time. And even this morning, at the time that we are recording this, we got a, some piece of news again, and we're going to go. Uh, go Bombshell.
1: And yeah, Boom. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, let's go and, and have a little break, a short break, and then we'll be back to discuss all of this in the Barca talk. All right, we are back for the second part of the Barca Talk episode today, along with Sergio Rodriguez. Sergio, Barcelona lost a game against Cadiz at the Carranza Stadium using this lineup. This was the starting lineup for Barca on Saturday, Thursday, again, of course, in the goal, Alba, Lenglet, Minguesa, and Dez, The four in the back, the young Busquets, Again, in the middle, then you had Coutinho, Messi, Griezmann, and Braithwaite. Did it surprise you in this formation or that was what you expected? Especially, I know you're going to, I know I'm going to talk about Busquets, but who do you want to talk about in this starting lineup?
1: You know, yeah, well, yeah, your boy Busquets, uh, the the Danish phenomenal, right? You know, I think that was, you know, the trend in the Champions League is to get a number nine. A true nine, and then have the the other players uh, play behind that man uh, in the in the space behind the the, the, v, the defensive line. So I was like, okay, is he going to keep it, or is he not going to keep it, or is he going to put Griezmann up there? So that was I thought that was a pleasant surprise. Uh, you know, I I think it is working, um, and then the other you know the. The the other uh, positions, it was all pretty much other than Pedri, right? Yes. I think uh, Pedri was getting a lot of massive playing time. Mm-hmm. He put Coutinho there, and uh, man, I don't I don't think Coutinho was effective. Um, you think so? You know, know what?
0: what you- I feel like every time Barcelona drop points, we go after Coutinho or we go after somebody. And you know what? In a general sense, I feel like the team played a good game. It's just like what you said, bad luck in the first goal. I mean, there's nothing else to do for, I mean, maybe for Minguesa, but the rest of the team did a a good job in that uh, corner kick that ended up in the first goal at Cadiz. And then, you know what? Braithwaite had one great save by Ledesma. Uh, I don't know. Barcelona had so many chances. In, in the first half, but of course they were losing, and he thought that Coutinho was a, the the difference, a factor. But once Pedri got in, I saw about the same, and the same happens to me every time I watch yeah. Busquets. I'm like, okay, you know what? For, for what Busquets is doing, other than that pass to to Sergino Dest, I feel like Alenio or even Coutinho can do that in that position, just to to be a general, just distributing the ball. And, and that's a. I I feel like that's the easiest part of his job. And the, the harder part, which is running after the fast guys in the middle, was not happening yesterday. So you could have any other guy there.
1: And, you know, what's interesting with your boy Busquets, um, you know, there were there was some open shots in the midfield. He never shoots. He doesn't shoot. So then he. He put in Pjanic in the second half. Yeah, and Pjanic was going to take. He took a couple of shots, but it was that middle area. was available for uh, the number six spot or somebody yeah. in the in the double pivot to take those shots.
0: Yeah. And that, that's a problem for Barca. It's been in the last couple of years, they have the space and I think only Coutinho has that mentality, right? To, to try and get a shot off in, in that position. But the rest of the team, especially Busquets, he just doesn't like to shoot the ball. He's not confident uh, with it. And once Pjanic got in, he was like, what, 15 minutes uh, until the end of the game. And it was a little, it was a different, a different scenario, right? Cadiz was all against uh, its back and, and, Janic had that chance that you're talking about because he can also get into the box, which is what happened in that situation. But let's go in the general sense before. Uh, Only one win away right now for Barca during the entire season. So they won against uh, Celta de Vigo at Balaidos. And after that, it's been just bad results every time they go out. Uh, Cam, no, they tied with Alavés. They lost to Atletico. It's I mean, they lost again against Scott. It's 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 getting harder and harder to really recover in La Liga, not being able to to win these type of games. And and another thing that's been a theme this season, it's every time they start losing a game, they just can't come back and win it. I don't know why. You, you remember we were so used to like, you know what, the other team scored a goal. That's fine. We can still win four one five one, and 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 it's gonna be fine. And this is not happening with this team. And and you, and you, when you talk about snowballing, I feel like this is the type of situations when it happens the most. When we start losing, because Braithwaite gets a chance, the goalie's there. Uh, Messi gets a free kick. Er, the entire team is is back in 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 the box defending. And and Barcelona has so many chances, and there's the goalie, and it's just you start feeling the pressure again. And it's like this Barca team is not able to overcome that. Right. It's it's I don't know what's going on, but they just can't come back every time they start losing the game.
1: And what's interesting, you know, Charlie in our WhatsApp group said, you know, you know, we're playing this defensive block time and time again and we haven't figured it out. Like, you know, how many times do we have to play to figure it out or or Coleman hasn't put in the patterns of play to break it down. Like, you know, what's going on there? Uh, But we're going to keep facing it because it's, it's effective, right? We haven't figured it out. It's very effective. We have people that can't head the ball. So even though in this game against Cadiz, we had the most crosses, we had almost 90% possession. Yeah. We, we, it it was ineffective. Um, So it's, it's, it's kind of disappointing, but at the same token, you know, uh, you you got to play. You got to recover those points against the bottom feeding teams. Right. So now we're we played Atletico. We played Cádiz. They're 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 from the middle top. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. At, at the top of the league. So now we're probably going to start playing some of these these bottom okay. feeders and we got to get fat on them, man.
0: Next week, we have uh, Levante. But after that, we have Real Sociedad, which is one of the leaders right now. So it's not going to be an easy schedule right away because we have Juventus, of course, on Tuesday for the Champions League to secure that first spot. But it's it's going to get interesting because Atletico plays Real Madrid. And that derby, of course, is going to help us. Whatever happens is going to be good for Barca. So there you go. So next topic I wanted to talk about, it's, of course... Uh, the errors on defense, we went over a little bit, but let's dive a little bit deeper, right? You said in the first goal, of course, it was—I mean, it was two headers in the box. It was hard for for Terstegen. He he made a great save, and then the goal was scored right away. But you you mentioned something very interesting. Minguesa was out 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 man uh, no, in, in box. Yes, manhandled. because you know what we talked about him. I mean, we haven't felt actual the the. Have you missed? Uh, Gerard Piqué, for
1: example, in defense. No, not really. He, right? has speed, and he has he can pass. He yes. was playing really, really well, you know, in the last games. And then you're up against a really, really physical team, a yeah. team that knows how to play Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and you know, it's interesting that they were like, okay, this is your weakest link. This new player doesn't know. And yeah. we're going to go after him. They went after him and they shook him and tossed his ass aside. And uh, there we go. Right. Yeah.
0: So that was the first time that we actually saw like a, a big mistake by by Minguesa, Right. And that's why I agree with you. And especially with the, the new formation that Kuman was trying to y- use in the second half. And we've seen it before when he brings uh, the young back. And then I think that's the slowest team that you can have on the field with Lenglet defense. The young as a as a central defender as well, and Busquets in the middle. I think it doesn't get any slower than that, right? So it's- I, I I didn't
1: understand that. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what? I, I thought, yeah, I mean, he made a mistake, but to to the foundation of your team is your back line to reshuffle yeah. that. Uh, I didn't know what it accomplished. You know, maybe it took Led out of his comfort zone later on in the second half. Dijon is it? made a lot of mistakes back there. That he that people had to well, recover
0: because he's not a central defender. I mean, no, he can do it, it, but it's it's not. It's like and it's it becomes, different from Mascherano, right? When Mascherano right. made that transformation, you felt like Mascherano had like a central defender inside of him somewhere, but it's not the same with the
1: Ale, it became the triple pivot. You know. It it, it was you had three of them there because because Dijon was always going to play a bit more advanced than Lenglet. And Lenglet, there was many times there was a counterattack and it was just Lenglet back there. uh, or And you're like, whoa, what are we doing? You know, I know we try to go for the tie, um, but but I thought it was a destabilizing event. I I wouldn't have uh, taken out Oscarito. Uh, And I think it affected Lenglet. But still, you know, you can't be that stupid. (laughs)
0: I know, I know. And it's, I mean, you know what I would have done. I would have taken uh, Busquets out and maybe put somebody else in and and that would have been it because I feel like you didn't need to actually do all that just to move everything. And Barca was playing a good game at at that point. I, I don't feel like Barcelona was playing that bad. But anyway... Uh, too many shots again. The goalie Ledesma was the hero. He made, I don't know, four or five saves. Wow, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to compete against that. But we did. Ma- uh, I mean, Coutinho missed one open shot in the, in the first half across by uh, Desk yeah. and missed that one. Uh, great pass by the, uh, my friend Busquets. And, and those you have to score, and especially in these type of games, you have, to, you have to score those goals, right?
1: Ali, did you notice Messi and Des, the, they were, they were one-twoing to each other. It was yeah. looking beautiful, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, they're starting to understand each other, going, you know, touching back to each other, looking for some through balls. That was getting really nice, right? Wide play out there. Woo! <laughs> the future's bright. I have a question
0: for you. Do you feel Barca has to say goodbye to La Liga, to the title? Twelve points
1: after and, 10 games? And maybe focus on like the Champions League and Copa well, del Rey? The
0: thing is, well, I'm talking about the possibility of being the champion, right? You're not going to forget about La Liga because they play every week, right? And Barcelona, it's not like other teams that they just throw out a tournament. They, they're going to continue playing, but they do have to try to get to at least European points. But the thing is, do you still believe that Barca has a chance to win this title, to win this no. thing?
1: No way! You drop too many points. You you're not going to win. I'm just hoping to get top four. I'm just hoping to qualify for the Champions League, right? You know, but you know, I I'll be honest with you. I have not seen Real Sociedad play to see how how good they are. How you know? I know some of you know. I know David Silva came back from Man City. Yep. They got uh, what's his name the the forward there. I always like that guy, William Jose. He's, yeah, Jose, he's yeah. pretty good. They got that Arsenal dude that came back from the, in in left back. Uh, Nacho Monreal, right? Uh, and, and, it's, and it's all clicking and, and, it's, and it's all working. I haven't watched them play. Atletico Madrid, you really know what you're getting. You're going to get tough guys. They play, you know, Llorente is breaking out over there, right? Yeah. He's having a good season. Um, It's going to be tough to get points on them. The thing uh,
0: on those two teams is that I feel that they're not going to be able to keep sustained. that pace the entire mm-hmm. season. So I feel like they are both going to drop and even Real Madrid is going to get a chance. And they have their first shot at it. Against Atletico in in the derby next week, so I feel like this La Liga is gonna get really interesting. Even Sevilla, that it's a little bit ahead of us, two points ahead of us, will will actually have a a decent shot at the title as well, even though they have missed so many sh- points already as
1: well. And Ali, that is true, but they have a nice lead. They have that cushion they too, where they, they can do. afford to draw points and still look at us in, in in the rearview mirror and laugh. So it's 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 they have that cushion. Uh, that's going to make it very difficult, you know.
0: Yeah, right now Barcelona is not the main of their problems. They're fighting, they're fighting over there, and we are way in the back. So, uh, I mean, we, we'll have to wait and see if Barcelona can come back. So, I wanted to talk about Busquets because he started in Champions League, and I thought, okay, he's giving Busquets some minutes. That's fine, but I didn't. I, I I suspected he was gonna play Busquets once he took him out after forty five minutes. I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe he's saving Busquets for this type of game. And you know what? You you were you were right. I mean, he didn't play that bad, and Barcelona was not attacked very much, other than those right. last 15 20 minutes when we just were like everybody's attacking and only Trincao is defending or something like that and and they did have a, a couple of shots there but other than that Cali they shot two two three times on goal and and they scored twice and and you guys know what happened with each one of those goals so but the thing with Busquets is that when you have this low version of the team let's say uh, Coutinho Messi and, and Busquets, it gets a little harder for them to actually get through these teams that are, are way in the back, right? Like you need yeah. people that are with more speed, with more uh, dis- distributing the ball in a faster pace than the way we do it with Busquets. And that's why I get a little bit frustrated. And I know it's, it's a game of patience when the other team gets in the back and it's hard having eight or nine or ten people in, in the box defending because there, there's literally no space to go – and, and, and find a way to score goals. But I don't know. I feel like any other young guy and we are all in love with Ricky Pooch, and we know he's not going to play. But these are the type of teams, the type of players that they're so quick and they can do different things that to, to try to open up this type of uh, defensive system.
1: You're, you know, you're right. Our, our offensive transition from defense to offense, it's very slow. It's crawling yes. to the point that Cadiz had plenty of time to back up their both lines. And, you know, Busquets did have a good game, but and that's the type of a player Coleman wants. That's the Busquets pl- Coleman wants. The problem was Cadiz didn't test them. You know, yeah. they, he, he he they didn't test him at all. So so we you know, yeah, he, he made great passes defensively. He wasn't testing at all. So it, 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 offensively, that's the that's the Busquets Coleman wants. And that's the one he expects every game. And we haven't been getting that. You know, I think this is the first game where where he had a you know, I probably give him an eight out of 10 or nine out of 10. He was pretty good. Well, he didn't mm. shoot much, uh, but, yeah. you know, he, he was there. His passes were good. He made a couple of mistakes, but that that is the player Coleman he, expects.
0: Yeah, he's giving the ball away in the in some easy passes that are, are not very charastri- uh, characteristic of Busquets. But other than that, I mean, he was a decent game. Uh, a lot of people were questioning playing Coutinho, Messi, and Griezmann together. And we saw it against Osasuna, yeah. and it worked. It's just I don't think that's the that's the reason why uh, Barcelona lost yesterday. And another thing that I wanted to, to comment with you was Barcelona had so many uh, corner kicks, right? And we didn't do even one uh, tactic play or anything different. It was just short ball or cross to the goalie, and that's it. So that's that's where I want to see the coach doing something different. I, you know what? Let's let's do some different set of play. We have. Guys that can right. move, that can pass the ball right, so why not try to do something different other than just the short ball and then give it back to Messi and cross it again? That's not working.
1: Right. Let's let's develop a set piece where you, you, you try to pull out the defense, right? Yeah, do you know, something. How, how, you, how can we do it to uh, where we set up a shot, either uh, a little bit of, uh, above the 18-yard line, or we pull out the defense and then cross it back in? Uh, it was just, you know, it was just keep getting it in there, get it in there, and hopefully we get a bounce and a ricochet and poach it in, right? And yes. that's how it looked like.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, and it's not working, not working at all. So, and Barça has so many of them. They had, I think, they have more than ten. So you get, you get the time to, you know, what? Maybe in one, two, or three of those, you do something different, and maybe that can lead into a, a good chance to score in a goal. But I don't know. It's just frustrating sometimes. And every time you lose, you try to go and check all those details and what happened and, and, and why the team is is missing too much in La Liga, man. They, they're perfect in champions. I was talking to Sergio before we, we started recording this. Barcelona in this in the season right now, they have nine wins, two draws, and four losses. So it's not that bad of a season in general, but mm-hmm. five of those wins are in Champions League. So when you go back to La Liga, you're only four wins, two ties, and four losses. And that's a horrible season for Barcelona. So it's been hard for them to actually find the rhythm in La Liga. And that's why Sergio and probably some of the guys that are listening to this episode right now are feeling like La Liga is just past us because it's so so far away. Even though it's been only 10 games for Barca and Atletico, we are 12 points Already behind the the Simeone guys, and it's gonna be really hard for for us to catch up.
1: Ale, all, all the culés after that that three game win streak we're all trending up. We're like, woo, we yeah, figured yeah, yeah. it out. Come and put all the pieces. The Danish Phenomenal's up top. We have cracked the code. <laughs> we have done it. We're now we're gonna steamroll the Liga and we're gonna win it. Brr. All came crashing down uh on Saturday. And uh it and it it got worse, Ale. The news got worse after that game. Yeah, and we're gonna go
0: over it because we have another injury, but before that I wanna go and, and talk about the subs. I promise you we're gonna go substitution by substitution. And Kuman made two of them in the in the halftime already. He took out Mingesa, he took out Coutinho, he felt that these two were not working, were not doing their job. Right there, and he put Pedri in, and he put Dembélé on the on the flank too, on the left side, and not the right side, but the left side. We know uh, Kuman doesn't like every time when Dest is on the right side. He just doesn't like combining them uh, on the attack in, in that position. So, were those effective? Where I mean, it, th- there was not a lot of space, so Dembélé couldn't actually run. It was he was more like he gave a couple of good passes. I remember one to to Griezmann, I think another to Alba on that left side. But other than that, he didn't have the space that he had against Ferry Battles or, or Kiev to run and, and do his thing. So it was kind of yeah. hard in that regard. But what about Pedri? Do you feel like he played really different from Coutinho? He did a a, a very different performance than what Coutinho was doing in the first half?
1: I think defensively, uh, he was probably offering a bit more protection than, than Coutinho. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it didn't add much to the play. Uh, Dembele, I don't like Dembele on the left side, Ali. I just, you, you know, like I, actually, I said before, I, yeah. he, he's more effective on the right side to me mm-hmm. uh, and, than on the left. And, and you know, when he put him there, I was like, oh, man, some, he's just not going to be effective. Even though Cadiz was backing up their bunkering really, really well, and they were double teaming the flanks there, yeah. I just to me it's just not effective. And I think he's trying to get him to, to come inside. Right. Uh, yeah. With his right foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't like him there.
0: Yeah. It's just, he, I mean, Kuman hasn't found a way to actually play Dembele and Dest on that right side, along with Messi and, and trying to do some different things there. So that's why he put it uh, like Ansu Fati on the other side, on the left side and given the chance to, to combine with Alba and, and Pedri at that point. But I don't know. It's, I mean, he didn't play bad. It's just, it's it was hard and and coming back, the goalies the goalie was the hero of the night. So if Barca, it's effective. Barcelona wins this game four two five two whatever because there were so many saves and then so many shots that we couldn't score and 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 that's that's we have to remember that because every time I know you guys focus a lot in the result and that's that's what gives you the points. But Barcelona didn't play that bad. I feel like no.
1: it, it's it's been worse this season. So Ali, so so Messi's from Rosario, Rosario, in Argentina, right? Yeah. And the goalkeeper was from Rosario, right? Right. But, yes. right. So so Messi's boyhood club, knew he was all boys. And this this goalkeeper was name Ledesma. He yes. was from Rosario Central. You know fully well Messi knew who he was. Yes. And Messi knew where he played, and you know he wanted a piece of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and he tried. He tried. Those free kicks were almost there, dude. Yeah. Time and time again, and I was like, oh man, I was rooting for him. Like, yeah, get a piece of that. Get a piece of that. Ah, oh, it just didn't happen. It was frustrating. Yeah, and
0: it's it's getting harder now because you have the entire team in the in the box, and now it's it's like playing paintball, right? <laughs> when you have to find a way. To get to that point, and it, it's gonna be hard. But okay, so those were the first two subs, and then the second two. Again, I feel they were a little bit too late. Pjanic going in for Busquets. I mean, that's men for men, and 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 we feel like we needed that earlier to try to make uh, get some shots from awesome. outside the box. What you were saying. I mean, Pjanic has uh, more like a like a rakitic type of play where he can actually shoot the ball and he can actually go and up. Up to the box and, and get some shots too. And he had a, a great chance at the end of the game too. And and Ledesma, the goalie that we were talking about, was there to stop him. But And he's still trying to find his first goalie with Barca. And that was one of the substitutions. And the other one, a little weird Trincao for Des. I think Des was playing a great game on that side. I don't know what uh, Kuman was looking for with Trincao there.
1: Yeah, the only thing I can think of is because Trincao's left footed. Yeah. That he would, you know, shoot in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought Des was playing a great game. I thought his yeah. crosses were pretty good. He was breaking them down. He was taking on the, you know, a lot of times there were the two defenders would come after him and yes. he would juke them and get in there. Um, that was a surprise to me. I was like, OK, I guess he's just trying to give Trincao some playing time because uh, Trincao is not a true uh, 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 back, a, a no. fullback. So that left Lenglet exposed. Um, and then, uh, you know, it, it, it was, it didn't provide anything. The bunkering, the Cadiz bunker was, was too effective. Every time somebody shot, it didn't even make it to the goalkeeper. Many times it just ricocheted off a defender time and time again. So it was, it was a bit frustrating, right? It was like, okay, well, uh, we're just going to keep doing the same thing or, or we're going to come up mm-hmm. with something different.
0: Yeah, that's why I, I didn't agree with Sergio Dez coming out because he was doing, he was being that different guy. And we saw with the pass with Busquets, he can also give you that option that neither uh, Semedo or Sergio Roberto used to give us, which is yeah. a guy that can actually shoot the ball and score. We saw him scoring uh, in the Champions League earlier this season. So I don't know. I, I feel like this was the type of game that Des should have finished. But th- those were the four substitutions. I agree. Barcelona lost this game again, and we lost something else because this morning we knew uh, about the the situation with uh, Usman Dembele. He's injured again, and it's happening every season, and it's hard to actually... It was hard four or five injuries ago, and now we. I don't even know what to say about this. I mean, his contract it was- goes up until the uh, 2022 so we used to we still have a another season after this one of dembele but other than that there's i mean i feel like th- the sparks of his game are good i mean we saw in the champions league we we're like okay this guy can help he scored a like golazo the other day and we saw him against juventus but i mean it's i just don't see him in the future of the team if he can stay healthy and stay on the pitch right
1: yeah. And I think, you know, like you mentioned his contract situation, I think the club was trying to extend him just to sell him. You know, I think it got to yeah. the point that we're going to because he was playing well. Right. Yeah. He was playing well. His stock went up. Play uh, uh, Other teams around the world were seeing him play. And they're like, OK, we've raised his stock enough to sell him. And I think that was going to happen. And then to hear this news was pretty devastating. You know, I feel bad for his mom. He he, he you know, he is, was this the fourth hamstring injury? Uh it's it's then heartbreaking. You, I don't even know at
0: this point. <laughs> I don't know. There's been so many times. Every, I mean, I'm I'm being
1: serious. Every season he gets injured. And they corrected his, you know, his his un un he had unhealthy habits, right? He just just drinks soda and, and drinking and eating junk food. And now he's he's on the up and up, has has a, a nutrition plan. And it's just not not helping the situation. He's still getting injured. And even with the, think about it, Ali, the limited minutes. Coleman is controlling his minutes. Yeah. He's not playing a full game. He's playing, you know, 65 from the 65 minutes on. And this happens, you know, in a game where he's not running full sprints.
0: No, I think he never got to actually go on a full sprint in this game because Cadiz was so way in the back that it's just you didn't have the space to it. So, I don't know. It's, it's frustrating. It's another attacking player that Barcelona is going to miss right now. We, I mean, we don't have Fati already. We gave Luis Suarez away to Atlético. It's I mean, we might actually have to bring somebody in the uh, unless you want to give the chance to Conrad De La Fuente, the young guy, and that could be an option if you don't want to spend any money that we don't have. But other than that, I, it's going to be Griezmann, Braithwaite, Messi, Trincao, and that's it. I mean, you don't I have any other
1: options. Conrad is a viable option, you know, because yeah. uh, he's right footed and he cut in and he's a true winger yeah. and he has the speed, you know, he doesn't have the experience. I've seen him play a couple of times with the U.S. national team mm-hmm. and you could see, you know, he's, he's, he's explosive, but he doesn't have the finishing at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully that that will come around. But I think that's a very viable option, you know, and uh, why not? You know, Coleman has shown if he's able to bring up Mingwesa. Yes. I think he's able to bring up Conrad.
0: Yeah, especially in this uh, financial situation the Barca it's in right now. They, I mean, they have to believe in the in La Masia. If not now, when? Right? Why? If you're not, not going to believe in your system when you don't have money, I mean, that's this is the time to actually prove and show the world that you actually believe in the what La Masia means for this team.
1: Right. And I think Operation Sell Dembele just crashed. I don't <laughs> think uh, and they that's what they were doing, you know. Uh you know, idiot Tusquez didn't come out and say, "Hey, we were trying to sell him." He says that about Messi, but he yeah. doesn't say that about Usman. But that is the that was the plan. It was like, "Okay, Usman, get healthy, we got your stock up, man, you're lurking around, maybe we can we can get at least 80 80 million from him." And that whole operation now has cracked. Yeah, yeah. And I think if was, Usman is smart, He's gonna sign that extension and get some guaranteed money. Well, yeah, because at this it's rate, you,
0: you don't know if if another team's gonna trust you. I mean, I wouldn't trust. Uh, not not even talking about Dembele. Just trusting any asset that you know is not gonna bring you what you're expecting from that. And just this is the business side of things, and it's it's yes. harsh to talk about it this way, but it's the reality, and that's the type of decisions that it's. I mean, these teams have to take because. The way it's happening right now, I feel Dembélé is going to be there until 22. And then thank you very much for coming. And that's it. So, okay, we have an extra topic. And this one was asked by our friend Gabriel Quiroga from Madrid. I know he was frustrated with the game yesterday. He always wants more pace. And talking about more pace, he's like, what's going on with Frankie the Young? Is the guy that we, I mean, he's been here for what, a year now, a year and, and something, a year and a half. And it's been what what you expected from Frankie de Jong, that that player that was in, in in Ajax now in his system because this is the system that Kuman has, I mean, had for him in the Netherlands, and he brought him over, and it's been that system four two three one almost all the games, and that's where I mean that's the position that Frankie de Jong should be showing how much of a star he is. And I don't know, it's, it, is he at that point right now?
1: Yeah, he's not, he's not that player. Right. Um, You know, I think we had this question some time ago too is, and then I, and I keep saying like, he's not the anchor, right? Yeah. You know, Busquets is the anchor. He, he, he guides, he, he directs the play. He's the director right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And Frank is, is, is just not the anchor and maybe that's what he needs. Right. And maybe get him a, a more defensive pivot player along with him. Uh, but he, he's just not effective right now, you know? Um, and and it's, and it's hard to say when it's going to get a click, right? You know, cause we, we figured, Hey, Griezmann, it took what a year and change for it to click. And hopefully it has clicked no, already. It,
0: it's, it's, it's there. If you saw the, the interview yeah. with Valdano, he's, he always says how much he struggles every time he gets to the new team. And that's the process he's living right now. I mean, he had a, a, a great couple of weeks before this game and he all, he almost scored this game too. So,
1: yeah. You know, what's interesting, Ali, I, I always wondered how big of a language barrier really there is when you get all these group of, of players from different cultures and you're trying to assemble a team with the same principles and the same philosophy. But yet everybody speaks a different language. Yeah. Uh, and in and, and my experience playing with other players, it, it's not a big deal as long as you have the same soccer philosophy. Yeah. And if you don't, it is a big deal that you don't understand each other.
0: Yeah, I think oh. it becomes a bigger deal every time you're frustrated. You're like, "Come on, man, get to your <laughs> thought. That's where you you don't you don't know how to say it without insulting the other person. It's a different culture. It's a different way of thinking. It's a different way of expressing everything. So that's an interesting point. We can, I mean, we'll ask these players
1: once we get a chance, right? And, and the the thing is, right? It's still you know with Messi there, you still have to play to him, right? Um, yeah, uh, you still have to give him the ball. So in in this in this game, Busquets was giving him the ball, but we, he was also distributing to the flanks and to different players. So it, it, you know we can't blame it just on Messi being the the ball hog. You know, uh, no, just, sometimes.
0: Sometimes it's the pressures of having Messi there, and you're like, okay, I should give it to him, even though it's not the best option. So yes, I mean, and, and Barça is still learning how to play without Messi, which is a process that's probably going to take years, uh, even after he he gets out of Barcelona, because it's it's a different way of of just playing the game itself. And and talking about the young, uh, we have to also mention that this season he's also been playing two, three, or four times as a center defender, which is something we never saw before, and we didn't know that he could do that. And that's another different thing to do because he not only has to come back to the middle, he has to come back all the way to the defense to try to recover some balls, and that's also not helping him, in my opinion, in that process.
1: You know, and, and so Frankie's a conundrum, Griezmann's a conundrum, Coutinho's a conundrum, it's like you know we have these these all these you know round pegs and square holes that we're trying to fit and jam pack them in there, and it's just it it's it's leading to these subpar results, and uh, you know that's 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 when you blame Bartomel and you blame the previous administration for not having the sporting vision and getting the correct players.
0: Right, right, and that's a I mean that's a long process, and of course every time we lose. It's all that comes out to the surface, right? Because every time we win, we just forget about that. And it's a beautiful day out there. So, well, that's it for today, guys. Thank you very much for joining us in this Monday episode here on Barça Talk. Remember, you guys can enjoy more content visiting our Patreon and joining us in our Patreon community, because there we do a lot of things. Sergio has the the newsletter. We have a lot of content, the Barca Cafe with Mariana, the the Friday episodes that are specials also. So go ahead and check that out.
1: I want to shout out to our, our massive fan base in India, bro. We're there huge we in India. Yeah. Yes. We're bigger than samosas, bro. We <laughs> are huge. So shout out. To all our fans in India, namaste, my brothers, namaste.
0: Yes, and continue listening to us here. We're doing this with a lot of love, and, and thank you very much. And again, you guys, your friends, friends from India, please join the Patreon community. We have a lot of more content there, and you're going to enjoy it. Video, audio, we're doing live streams on, on Hot Mic and on YouTube with granogram So check all that out. We're having fun with this and hopefully the team can do better and we're all going to be happy at the end of the season. So thank you very much, Sergio. Thank you very much, Hel, uh, to all of you guys. And we hope to see you soon any other time. And hopefully before the end of the year and hopefully with Barcelona a little bit more up in the stands in La Liga. So see you later, guys. Visca Barca. Barca Talk is a production of Sounded Media with social media and promotion by 2.0 and part of the BlaugranaGram Podcast Network. Until next time, Visca Barca. Sports Social Podcast Network.